At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You are out, you into love. You are out, you into love. You are out, you into the forecast. So um, we are currently aware that there is a situation happening right now between Paul and Karini and their child, Piri. Um, We don't have any information and we are not going to discuss that on the show, but we do recommend that if you do have any information to um, forward it all to the number that we have in the show notes, local police department, um, whatever resources you have, um, just to, to give any help, any, any, any kind of clue or anything, you know, could help in, you know, everyone's collection and forwarding of, of information. So, um, with that, I think we're good to start uh, talking, just just jump into the show and start talking. (laughs) (laughs) Hi guys, it's Anna and Hanikawa and, uh, Frada will join us very shortly, but, um, we just wanted to, uh, just address that. So if you do have any information about any of the situation that's going on right now, you know, please definitely reach out to any uh, local authorities. Um, We have no idea what's going on. We have not a clue. It's kind of just hearsay. So um, hopefully the babies are okay and hopefully he's okay and she's okay. So um, anyway, (laughs) as always, as always with them, I'm like, I hope it gets solved off social media, please. I know. Um, I, yeah, yeah. For the, for the sake of them and the just kids. Just for the sake of the kids. And yeah, and, you know, it's a tough time and people are kind of mental health is a big thing too. So I know that's one of our sponsors. Um, so yeah. So if anyone has any insight on them, you know, it's not even for just gossiping or for blogging purposes. It's more for like the benefit of the children. So please keep us posted. But um, anyway, back to the show. So, <laughs> where, do, um, where do you want to start off? Because I don't know. I, I been... mean, we have we haven't talked in a while. Um, I feel like we could start off with the regular show, and then we could touch on Love and Paradise, which is really what's been kind of like crazy. And I feel like you know, the last time we were all together, um, Danielle was on the show, and she was talking about how you know she just saw the show evolve in such different angles and blah blah blah. The Love and Paradise for for me is probably television gold at this point. I don't know. Have you have you been watching it? It's amazing. I so, watched I watched a couple episodes and I I always say it captures me a little bit more than 90 Day only because I know the 90 Day antics already. So you kind of watch it like it's a like yeah. it's a telenovela or something like that. Yeah. Um, but the love in paradise, I'm just kind of like, oh my God, like what, what is actually happening? Cause it's, I don't know for me, the curtains are still closed and I like that. So I can actually like yes. enjoy it like a real reality show. And I, I can believe that everything's still real on there. Well, my, interestingly enough, so I feel like TLC is like paralleling <laughs> a lot of storylines ish. So a lot of the people that they've met in the real show have met on vacation. So the first, the first couple of that I want to dive into is Ariana and Sherlyn. Um, wow. So they remind me of Emily and Kobe, but like he is a complete 
an utter womanizer. So for me, I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know. This poor girl brought the kid to Jamaica. I think she went to Jamaica the first season pregnant, very pregnant. Yes. And then, so he hasn't met the child yet and the child's 10 months old. So it's kind of a similar parallel storyline of, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Kobe and Emily. So I feel like they're, you know, but I like the whole thing that she took the baby to the airport. She was totally like, give him, you know, she wants him to be more involved. So I feel like, you know, Emily, take notes. You need to be more involved and let your, <laughs> and let your husband to be, or baby daddy help out because you know, parenting's not easy. So they're in Jamaica and he kind of drops hints that he hasn't been faithful. So which isn't very surprising because doesn't he work at he works at like he works in a swingers hedon, resort. I would say he oh. hedonistic. <laughs> I don't know if that's the correct right word. But yeah. it, you know, it's like, you know, I mean he's been I, known to fuck some guests and I mean usually who knows how he, many children he really has running around, you know, the the world. But well, usually, um, you know, he just sends them on their way. That's a yeah, you this know. one, you know, she's just like, you know, she wants a relationship to work. She's raising the little baby. I mean, uh, God bless. Hopefully they work out, but they're interesting. I, I also feel like Love and Parrot is a little more, I would say, I would agree that it's more entertaining. I feel like a lot of people that I try to get into the show, my friend came over and, you know, she's like, what is this nonsense you watch, you know, that you, you know, pot about. And I was like, listen, put put on this. And she was more captivated with love and paradise than with the regular 90 day. So I think, you know, sharp has struggled with, with, with more of the, the fuckery. I think that, that people like fuckery. So I think it should be a little bit, you know, it's embodying the old school, I think a little bit. So I, I kind of really like it. Um, well, well, hopefully they don't ruin it because what they're not hinging on here is the whole pressure of the time limit, right? She may go, Oh, I only have you know, one week to really convince him to come out. But it's not like, all right, well, we got, we got to like, I got to know if I can trust her or like this person before I propose to them. And what the fuck? And, you know, like that was the whole goal of like the, um, like 90 day the other way of, I got two weeks to download if this person is the person I want to, you know, put a rock on their finger and spend four grand to get them to the United States kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And, um, I feel like, you know, that couple, I don't know, they're interesting to watch. He's kind of, I don't think he's in love with her. I think she's holding on to whatever she can with the baby to keep him around, but you know, he's doing his thing and you know what it is, what it is. He's in Jamaica, unless, you know, she comes up with some, magic tricks to get him here you know on the k1 but i don't know i don't, I don't but, think but just I don't, because you know the thing that drives me nuts is that she's her mind is only like hey i want to convince you to come to where i live and my thought is like has she thought about moving there yeah he don't want every every everywhere that, that they go he's gonna have a wandering eye if he's a cheater so well, yeah i mean he's in a swingers resort come on guys let's be serious that's what he does for a living <laughs> But um, he swings, he swings. Chocolate um, on my chocolate on my pillow. <laughs> the other couple, I really like Danielle and Yo Johan. I uh, I think it's Johan. Johan, yes, Johann, I like yeah. I like them, but she's delusional. I think another one as well. You know, like she's just um, she just doesn't um, 
realize that, you know, her age is playing a factor. You know, she's, you know, very spiritual. I like that. She, she brings a little bit of more positive energy to the show, which I think is nice, but, and he, he's a very godly person. I don't know if you've noticed, if you picked up on it, he's always like, Jesus and God will make us have a baby. I, I believe in it. So I, I think this couple's in love. I think they're, they're cute. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. They're, they, they're, they, their chemistry seems really authentic. Yeah. And you know, they went to the fertility clinic and she was laying on the, on the table and they always do that. And I'm like, are you guys using the same footage as Angela's last egg? <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, and I'm just like, uh, but you know what? They're, they're, they're authentic. But, um, the real couple that I would love to dive into is the, um, the two gay guys. Um, what are they? Valen- Valentine, Valentine and, and Carlos. Right. Carl- okay. Valentine is very difficult. Like, and I don't understand like what is so difficult about, you know, and this is very interesting. This is like my favorite part of watching Mindy Day. And I love watching when people who are so American and so set in their ways, and then they come to a new country and they cannot assimilate to anything. He is right. so difficult. Like he, like the second they got in the car, when he got him from the airport, boom, he was critiquing his, why do you drive like this? Why do you do this? Why do you do that? And I'm thinking in my head, have you never left the United States? Like, have you not seen what goes on uh, anywhere, but where you live? Well, you saw him when he's like, I feel like I'm losing my independence. It's like, yes, you're going to have to take a moment to, to learn how to be in a different place. Like that's just, that yeah. happens in different states. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, people come from, you know, Texas or come from, you know, Chicago that, you know, they come from even this, I feel like the South and the North, you know, just being a New Yorker is two different planets, you know, and just West coast is a different planet. So it's just like you assimilate, you know, like, you know, people say like in LA, like, oh, I can't, you know, here I could walk down to the deli and get a slice of pizza in LA. You got to jump in the car and you're driving 10 miles to get to the, to, to buy milk, you know? Right. So it's very different. And he was just very nasty and very rude from the, from the beginning. I don't know if I, if you've thought that, but I picked up on very just inconsiderate <laughs> vibes. Like, you know, this guy is trying to pop shamp. I don't drink alcohol, but you know, I don't drink alcohol, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what are you, what is this Bilal, the sequel? Like I can't, <laughs> but you know, what? he kind of gets like that, that vibe of, um, Oh, who was it? Uh, Jesse. No, the couple in Mexico from Night Day Fiance. I can't remember. Why can't I remember their names? They have the cute little girl. Oh, I don't know. I have. Oh, yeah. that's that's gonna drive me nuts. That's how Ninety Day is, though. You like blink, and you're like, "Who was on the last season?" Yeah. But I remember when he went down to Mexico and he was complaining. You know, I can't understand the language. I don't like avocado. Um, it oh, was just, you yeah. Know, I remember. I know who you're talking about, but I can't. I can't put my finger on it. Um, oh, that's terrible! Like, no, 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 no. This won't do. I have to know. <laughs> yeah. Because as soon just, as I see it, I'm gonna be really angry. It was. Yes. It's just Armando it's just, and Kenny. Oh my god. Armando was. Kenny seems to really like living in Mexico. He does now, but on the show, you know, the show portrayed him as kind of a nitpicky American in Mexico. 
Yeah. I don't like this. I don't know what to order. I can't do this on my own. I can't do this. I can't be independent. It's like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. I I, know. Yeah. No, he was, uh, I, yes, I, I vaguely remember that because I feel like they kind of are smarter that couple because they've only been doing pillow talk. They haven't really shown themselves again, which I think is, which it's, it's, it's one hit wonder, right? It's that, that, instant goal just fly off of that don't ruin it with giving us more glimpse into your life i feel like i feel like once you get pillow talk like just stay on pillow talk because then you really don't have to like get involved in the fuckery again nope so i think pillow talk was a smooth move for them because they're very cute on camera together they're very they have good good dynamic talking um and then um yeah i haven't i've seen pillow talk on for this particular show we're talking about 90 day in paradise one episode i don't know if they're really going to pillow talk it i think they should to be honest oh i think they should too i think they should give the pillow talkers something out of their element to to to, well what about the polyamorous thing i mean he's also polyamorous so he's uh, they're both tops which does not work okay well i mean you don't you don't always have to enter the store you can yeah however (laughs) i could see this this okay and interestingly enough, Carlos said, is he acting that he's polyamorous because he's a, he's a hoe and he basically just wants to be able to freely, you know, do whatever he wants. Carlos, in my opinion, even though he's gay and he's out of the norm in his country, which I understand because gay and lesbian and, you know, all this kinky sex stuff is not, is very frowned upon in other countries. In America, you know, we just got done with pride you know, pride and being yourself is like a whole thing here in a different country. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's very, it's still very new to other people. You know, I know, you know, I'm Greek and I know like my family would not be interested in this kind of stuff, just not because, um, they're not open to it. It's just not normal over there. You know, we're, we're, we're we're further in our journey to to normalize this. Like we're not all the way there. Yes, by and far, I don't, but I can imagine that the lifestyle there would be tough because I, I I know that they had commented that, you know, it, it's not easy and it's not really accepted there. Um, yeah, and Colombia is also a Latin American country. They're Catholic. You know, they're very conservative in certain ways. So I could see why he gets um, twisted a little bit when he's when he's a little bit too open with his homosexuality because he he hasn't told his family that he's um oh goodness that yeah yeah, so that's their big conflict (laughs) yeah and yeah his other concern is like are you are we polyamorous because you just want to do what the hell you want or are you polyamorous because you're really polyamorous so he plays that it's a good question because with polyamory right like and i'm not an expert but there's so there's so many pieces to it it's not just um, it's not just non-monogamy, right? It's under the umbrella of ethical non-monogamy. So yes. it's like there is consent on both sides. You're not just free to do whatever. That's just non-monogamous. Mm-hmm. Polyamory is usually when everyone is is no knows and everyone's autonomous in the relationship, there might be mains, you know, but it's not one person just going out and doing whatever and the other person the couple's like at home like there's there's so many different branches of it 
And I could see him saying I'm polyamorous because he just doesn't do monogamy or it's easy for him to say, because with polyamory, you're usually building relationships, not just. Yeah, for sure. Having, you know, <laughs> one I night mean, stands every, well, every week. The other. Okay. What about the lesbian couple who decided to have a threesome with Frank and now Frank is in love with Abby or, you know, Frank is in love with, Abby, not Gabby. That was, that blew my mind. I was like, wow, we have struck TLC gold. Once again, we have struck gold. Because, I think maybe it was that good though. He's like, oh my. I mean, you know, I'm not putting down anyone's parents, but this guy is the man. Like this guy <laughs> went back to, went back to, went back from, uh, where were they? Where are they? Mexico. I forget where they're from, but um, I want to, I want to say, I want to say, no, I think they're from DR or Puerto Rico. Oh, 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 them. They're, um, ah, oh. yeah, I can't remember. They're that from was Mexico. Yeah. So then now she, they're having a secret relationship, but you know, it's really fucked up to me because I haven't seen, you know, the, the coming episodes, obviously we're going to, we're going to see everything, but like, is this girl just bored and wants to get out of this lifestyle and just going to use Frank to Frankie to get out of here? Or is she really in love with him and really likes boys all of a sudden? I mean, I, I don't know. That to me is very kind of weird. It's a little twisted. So I'd lo- I like, I would love to see that relationship transpire, how, how it's really going to go. Right. You know? or, or they're not, or they're not lesbian. I mean, I know we don't have to have like firm labels on everything, but like, you know, yeah. Sometimes you're bisexual and someone, if you're with a female at the time, people will just designate you as lesbian, you know, um, when that, that may not be her personal case or preference, but if she fell in love with a guy, maybe, maybe there was a, a a world being rocked, but I'd want to know like their relationship even more, like how did it transpire that they were just gonna, you know, I think like they kept in touch with, I think, Abby just kept in touch with him more and that's how it happened. I really think that's like probably how it went down. You know, in my I mean, he, he can be in love, but does she want to be with him? Yep. And that's, that's an interesting, you know, thing to say, but um, yeah, that, <laughs> that, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I he, also he got, think- he got hooked. <laughs> he got hooked. He got, he got, he got a little taste of that, you know, and oh that's it, God. you know, that's all it um, takes. That's all it takes. Yep. It takes a one drunken night guys. That's all it takes. But, um, yeah. And then the other couple is a season. This is their second season is the guy from Venezuela and the girl from, uh, from Florida. And they have a bunch of roommates. They have, uh, they have the cats. They have, she lives with a sister. Then they have, um, she goes out with her friends and then he was like, Oh, you know, I thought she was fun. You know, we were hanging out, but now she's always drunk. Like, I don't, I don't like that. And this couple's married. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's another interesting storyline. And I'm trying to think if we can cover anybody else we forgot. Uh, I think that's it. I think that was it. Yeah. So yeah. Daniel, Daniel and Amber, the. Yes, 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 yes. I like him. I think he's a little more mature than she is. Kind of reminds me of like Guillermo and Cara a little bit. So. I don't know, but, um, yeah. So if you guys haven't watched it, definitely get into that, but we can get into the other 
the real 90 day because it's getting good right now, guys. I think so. What what part is sticking to you right now? So Patrick and Thais's storyline is kind of evolving that I really, and I hate to say this because I don't know her in real life and I don't, whatever, but she's being really, really immature, like a real, real level 10 brat. Like, you know, the, the, the furniture store scene with the episode. And he t- first of all, he should just take in her home goods, you know, TJ Maxx, home goods. That would have sufficed her to decorate the house. She's complaining about this. She's complaining about that. Then the top it off, the poor guy. And I, my heart goes out for Patrick because I think that she's just being ridiculous. Like she should be a little bit more grateful for the situation. And she's co- continuously complaining about John, continuously complaining about this and that. And, you know, basically, you know, in my opinion, I think John sticks around to help him out, which I don't think is a bad thing. And, and from what I see from the show, you know, he's on the second floor, he does whatever he has to do. Like, I don't think that John is really that bad of a dude where she's, you know, constantly complaining about him. And I think he has every right to stick up for his brother because I've noticed the deep rooted, you know, bond and family trauma that they're kind of, you know, they're brothers, they've been through a lot of crap. And, you know, it came out um, the episode where they went to Vegas and she, he met, we met another brother. They have another sibling. And the brother was like, Oh, like what's up with the wedding and blah, blah, blah. And the brother goes, well, she goes, I didn't, I'm not, I'm not telling my dad we're married. So she's sneaky and she's deceiving her father by not telling her father that she's actually marrying him. And she's just going to marry him um, and be like, Hey dad, I'm married. Like, no, like you, that's not what you do. Like, I don't know. I don't like that. I think that's really, really, really manipulative. And I think that's really mean of her to do that. And that makes Patrick feel like shit, to be honest with you. He's like, what? I brought you here. I got you all these papers and you just didn't tell your dad. You you, you failed to mention we're getting married. Like, really? Right. I don't, I don't like that. I, I just don't like that. I think it's going to cause a big ruckus. And then when John finds out that she doesn't, uh, I think that's the upcoming episode, when John finds out, um, I think he's going to flip out on her. So can't wait for that one because she deserves it. She's a bitch and she's a brat. Right. And I don't like that. I, you know, like this this person brought you to this country, spent all this money on you. And, you know, he's he's acting out and being mean to her, but out of frustration because she's so ridiculous. You know, that's my opinion. What's, what's your well, opinion? Well, I think he's just upset. Like, like when he was like, this is how you marry a stripper. You know, exactly. Let's he's saying you de- he's saying you deserve better. And she's like, I don't know if she's trying to do it just to like stick it to her dad or something like that. But I it don't just know. It's it, it just feels like she's trying to really steamroll the situation. And like exactly. Usually, yeah. I mean, you, usually you get that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this couple is a little. Uh, I don't know, but I mean. You know, the the point is, you know, you have to look at it from a different angle. Like she's not doing, she's 25. Like, you know, Patrick, I believe is in his, I think he's 30. I think the, I think from what I saw the brothers, uh, the brother has a husband, he's married. And then John is the oldest. Um, So these, these, these are all grown men, you know, dealing with a 25 year old child. 
you know, and she's from Brazil. She's probably never seen anything but Brazil. She doesn't know any better. So unfortunately, you know, her brattiness is just, you know, she'll mature. She'll get better. I, I'm, I'm rooting for them as a couple, but, you know, but, there's, get- but there's no rush. Like it, it, it looks bad, you know, and usually people will jump to that. Um, yes. That assumption that she's just trying to solidify the deal so that she is, you know, here doesn't have to worry about having to go back um yeah and i feel like he he would have prolonged it he would have flown her back i i I think he proposed and i don't know i just feel like she's being shady and i'm not into it not not a fan um anyway um the other couple is the other thing i want to talk about was ari ari and binyam our favorites yeah well (laughs) funny enough they uh they were in Long Island um, at the Westbury Music Fair. That's where he was doing his fight mm-hmm. and he won. And he, you know, very, you know, he has an amazing body. He's very, very athletic, like, you know, and then they, well, they cut to the next scene. And then the next day, I think or so is Ethiopia New Year. This is what I don't understand. Why is Leandro always around? Like, is this guy, is he like, I have a theory about Leandro and, like if the fraudsters like really like whatever i think leandro something is wrong with him why are you always involved in everything she does like why and why is she why is he invited to ethiopian new year where that's binyam's holiday it's not like they have a child together it's not like whatever you know and you know you and um hanikawa and katrina both have um blended families are you gonna really go to your you know this person's uh new year's party when you have nothing to do like it doesn't make any sense do you understand what i'm saying like like i i just wanted to hear your perspective on leandro and uh ariella's uh relationship because i think it's bizarre to be honest i i think if anything it's probably not very deep i i can't well you, you know how it is to have the the 80 percent right and then there's the the 20 percent you see that has no no stressor in your life so you know when she looks at him she doesn't see you know a guy that's not doing his job as a dad or whatever um with 90 day though there's always those people that are like always around and you never really figure it out it's how i felt about the the jessens the jessens yeah oh Um, um, which now have turned into there's all this fuckery with them and they don't speak to each other and divorce. but there was but there was like the rumor of like them being in a swingerish type relationship i'm not saying that which is uh, possible I mean, no one's ju- <laughs> we, we ain't the ones to judge just saying but that's just- i i think it's fantastic have fun um yeah do you baby but 90 day never really explains or shows enough footage for us to make to us for us to understand what's going on and they never say anything hey why is your friend always here they're like well no we're not going to actually explain it logically because there could be a logical reason why he's always there but we're going to let the audience just think that for some reason she's included her ex in their life and we're going to leave it at that and make everyone who's here wonder exactly. the same thing I, I feel like that's all they're doing like i feel like there's probably a real explanation as to why and maybe he is um maybe he wasn't so much of a romantic ex as the show made us think and he's just a friend that is helping out while they're you know doing stuff 
I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't see Binyam putting up with a guy that's like, you know. She wants to take him to buy, to pick out her wedding gown. Like, that's weird. Like, hey, ex-husband, come with me to pick out my wedding gown for my new husband. Like, no, like completely, completely no boundaries, completely out of line. Like, I don't know if it's for theatrics or if it's just, she's just that that close with him. I, I think it's weird. I just don't like it. I, I don't blame her for, you know, crutching onto Leandro in general, you know, when she needed emotional attention, when Binion was acting stupid and bongos and being a dummy. But at the same time, Binion, I think, has come a long way. I think he wants to, I think he loves her. I think he wants to make this life happen. I think he's trying as hard as he can. And I see the genuine love from Binion's family and uh, they, they, uh, with Ariana, Ariella's family and Binion. I think they really, they like him. They're accepting of him. They love the baby. You know, I just, this Leandro crap, I don't know. I don't know if it's just, for, if Sharp is just setting him up for it or Whatever, I'd love to see if the tell all if they bring him on. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. I heard <laughs> tell all tea. I heard that John was there. I heard that um, Mr. Uh, David was there. I heard that, um, yeah, just from Instagram and just people spilling, you know, just doing a little research. There's a tell all should be good, you know? Fingers, I, fingers crossed. We've, we've needed a good tell all for a, a while. We need a good tell all. I mean, I think. To be honest with you, we have a couple of, uh, you know, Jabri and Miona, you know, and Davi, that storyline. But now, you know, the new storyline is with them is like, they don't want to come. I think that's crap. I think they're going to come to the wedding with, you know, I want my beach wedding. And then I've been also following them on the gram and they have. Hold on. Who? Sorry. uh, Sorry. Jabri and Miona. um, Okay. They they look like they've, 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 they've upgraded. They've definitely upgraded to something. So they definitely have a new place or a new apartment. Ah, yeah. You never, you never know sometimes. Who (laughs) knows? (laughs) And their Instagram pics. Or if they're just finally starting to post where they are because the show's about to close up. You know, are they still together? Are they not still together? I think they're still together, absolutely. Even Mohammed too, I think are still together. Yeah, Um, I can, I can see that. Um, Yeah. I think all of them pretty much, even Mohammed, you know, he's, he's, he's getting kind of feisty from what I've seen. He's a little bit feisty, demanding a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. What about, I want my green card. I want to work like just being very rude to her, you know, almost like giving me like Mohammed Danielle kind of level. Yeah. That's right. That's where my brain went, but in, in the same breath, <laughs> um, you don't know what's going on, what his frustrations are. I, I can imagine coming to another country and being completely having your hands tied, not being able to work, but like knowing if you could work, it would definitely like, I don't know, improve yeah. any situation would be For completely sure. frustrating. Like not having money and then going, gee, if I could work because I'm not stupid, you know, or yeah. I have a degree or I can clearly, you know, get us somewhere with what I got. That has to be frustrating. Hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. 
Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is, it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small up to 4x and if you haven't yet be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu Guillermo and Kara nothing much with that storyline uh just her hanging out with her friends having a drink leaving him home I, I I've said it from the beginning that I believe he's a lot more mature than she is she's just like ah whatever i want to have fun i mean but you know you're getting married you have bills to pay you know enough already nonsense what are bills i know what are bills right don't do that bill thing um (laughs) ooh, what about the couple where um my goodness why can't i remember the name uh she's the one that wants him to um kobe and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hi, guys. Hello. Hi. What did I miss? Uh, we are we are playing like, I don't know. It feels like 90 day ping pong. We're just talking about anything. <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about uh, Love and Paradise? Because we talked about Love and Paradise. Yeah. And then now we are on to Kobe and Emily. So we're talking well, let's, about- fi- let's finish our thoughts up of Kobe. I, I didn't really have thoughts. I, I actually had to uh, finish cooking dinner at the time. So I miss what happened to them if anything special happened with them. But I don't know, for some reason, they're like the couple that I'm babysitting mentally this season. Them? Yeah. I, I, don't, know, think, I don't know why they interest me so much, but. Well, because she's such an, another certifiable brat. Um our friend over there, you know, decides, oh, let me just go buy a ring. And then in the heat of their proposal, she then whips out the ring that she bought herself and pisses him off. You know what? Like, that's so emasculating. That's She's so- such a twat. She's a brat. I mean, that's the best way to describe it is she's a brat. I, I almost wish, like, she would date Bilal because. Oh, maybe my God. 90 day mix up. Let's let's mix and match. It's I feel like, like you- I would love to see Kara. Uh no, not Kara. I'd love to see Kobe with like Kalani. I think that would be a good match. Oh Kalani was dealing with such a man child for so long and a brat. Mm-hmm. As well as a as well as a big brat, too. We forgot about him. Him and Emily together, and they would never get anything done. Her parents would have to do everything for them. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? And then, and then, um, 
uh, Muhammad. We were talking about Muhammad and Eve, and he's just, okay. He's, he's another brat. Uh huh. Not a fan of him. Not a fan no. of whatsoever. Um, who would we put her with, though? You know who would be not, uh, uh, anybody over all the seasons over I any can't iteration? Any of the guys that I really find like a gem, like a good dude, like none of them. They are all. She needs. She needs. Yeah, she needs a good person. She's she's taking care of her son. She's been a single mom to a special needs kid for her whole life. Like she needs somebody who's going to take care I, of her. I really like Zaid, to be honest with you. Okay, but he's okay with Rebecca. I wouldn't necessarily split him up. No, with, no, no. Rebecca, I'm just saying so she I needs would... like a Zaid kind of like somebody with with his personality. I think he's a good dude. I think he's come a long way. He loves Rebecca. They're doing great. She needs someone who is a little bit more less pushy of the Muslim stuff. Like Saeed is, you know, he stated his his claim and he said this, this and that, but he's doing well in the country and he's evolving as a human being. So I think that's important. Um, yeah, yeah. Who else can we think of? Mix up. Patrick. I mean, Saeed, and pa- I mean, uh, he's not leaving her. That's his boo thing. Nope. <laughs> She's got the, the vortex vagina. Oh my God. The Dyson never loses. Yeah, suction. it just sucks. The vortex sucks him in and he won't leave, just clamps right on. Oh my God. Right. Yeah, but Wait, we were this, also this... discussing that she is such a brat, too, like level 10 brat. And you know what? Like, I don't, you know, I don't feel bad for her that she lives with John. I think that Patrick and him have had some serious family issues and that they're brothers and that basically blood is thicker than water. And he said that a lot. And yeah, maybe this kid does drink beer and have friends and he's normal. Like the fact that she wants to keep Patrick in solitary confinement and to live in this house and just stare at each other. That's giving me like Fernanda and Jonathan vibes too. Oh, for sure. For sure. They're very Jonathan and Fernanda. Yeah. And I think what was Fernanda's problem? Oh, the Chicago, she wanted to move when his whole business was basically based out of North Carolina. But I don't know. I mean, I heard rumors that she's knocked up. I'm not sure if it's confirmed, but. um, Oh, I think I, did I see her posting something? I don't know, but I mean, she's, they're still together. So wait, who? uh, Patrick and Thais. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. She's. She's she is yeah we we we're we're the, oh we're the ones who didn't announce it because I'm not allowed to talk about her being pregnant if she is in fact pregnant but people figured well, I know, out I saw it elsewhere so I'm not uh, I'm yeah not... no we saw it elsewhere that's why it's okay but <laughs> I, I let other people do the announcements and yeah uh, and I heard yeah, Tar- I did Tar- not announce that they, they can they can take the sweat for it and Emily and and uh, mm-hmm. Kobe have another child and Emily and Kobe's storyline was shot years ago because the little boy is turning three or four in a few days Mm -hmm. i I can imagine that they started their story around covid time and uh yep and um shoot where my brain go (laughs) and are are, are finishing it honestly because so much got shut down um yeah exactly but yeah Um, we were we were just kind of gabbing around anything that kind of stuck out for i don't know uh, what you guys were talking about about love and paradise but can we talk let's about go, how let's go back to it it's more interesting shit. anyway the 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 biggest storyline of the season comes with the fact that the logistics of two gay men who are both tops that is oh, the that's biggest what Anna was saying. 
that's the biggest storyline out of this i am really? fucking down for this what? why is that why is that confusing to people like it, okay okay i love okay. i love there watching are so them. many other fun things you can do that doesn't include because it's a way for them to have this whole storyline about i want to be polyamorous and the other guy doesn't and well, he that's keeps, just him, that's just him wanting to be yeah exactly yeah. But I, I think they're using that as as like the the end, right? Like we can talk about this issue as a segue to the way to talk about the bigger issue, which oh, is so he wants to be polyamorous because he has a need to be the, um, he his 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 story is you know, if we get a third into this relationship who is a bottom, then all of this is solved. I mean that's what he yeah like he's not lying <laughs> i mean they if, would if both it's a problem for them if they're saying hey this is a problem well that- well carlos is the mustache hair guy he's the one saying it's a problem because he's not polyamorous and he's not you know down for that lifestyle but the the other guy val or whatever you know however because they the closed captions and stuff like they spell it capital v lowercase a capital l in time so it's Val in time i don't know so the story is him being well we don't have a bottom in this relationship but i'm polyamorous if we bring in a third that will make it you know that will solve the problem and so that's the the conflict between them was polyamory or no and and carlos is not in down for this so that's what it seems to be setting up for at least according to the last episode the one that just came out that i watched but i watched that at least like late last night you guys in between a bunch of other stuff and um so I don't know if I caught everything on the most recent episode, but that's where I. Yeah, me and Honeycomb were discussing that we feel like maybe he's just using this as an excuse to fuck around still. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the that's the general, right? That's what you were just saying, Hanakawa, right? It's like, right. you know, people, I have known people in real life who have been caught cheating in a monogamous relationship and then say, oh, let's have an open marriage or let's have a polyamorous marriage. And it's Which really is fine just fine if, if both people agree that that's what you want to do. Right. It's perfectly fine. Right. But, but both but using it have, as a, yeah, you know, because you're cheating is, is not, and you know what, this storyline is on seeking sister wife also. Yeah. It's, it's not a, it's not a scapegoat. Mm-hmm. You can't just like claim polyamory when you get caught with your hand in multiple fucking cookie jars. Mm-hmm. You got to, but that's what's happening on Seeking Sister Wife, right? Yeah. And, you know, he he went out, they broke up because she was cheating or he was cheating. But then he ended up like with this other girl and this and then the original one wanted him back. And it was like, only if you we do this whole group thing. And it's like, what? Like, that's not how that works. And somebody it's like, you don't go, <laughs> you know, polygamous marriage guys, you know, or polyamory, everybody, which are two separate things. You don't do that to get out of cheating like that's not what it's about well and it's not a compromise if you go hey the reason why i stepped out is because i think that i am uh polyamorous and here's my views on you know non-monogamy if you're up for this 
that can be the type of lifestyle we have. But like I said, both sides are consenting. That's like the number one fucking rule in polyamory. It's ethical non-monogamy, right? (laughs) Read The Ethical Slut. It's a great book. (laughs) The Ethical Slut. It's fantastic. It it covers all different faucets of um, ethical non-monogamy, what it is, what it isn't. I read it in college for (laughs) one class and like my eyes were freaking open. That's why every time I see the people on 90 day and they're like, well, what's that extra guy doing there? I was like, group sex. It's, it's popular. You know, this is why we always people's go to needs, you People's go to needs are met. If you have two nuts and you need a bolt. Right. You might. If that, if that's every what's right for you, that's what's right lid, for you. Guys, right? <laughs> every pot has a lid. Well, it's you know, also with, with, you know, threesomes and some, some pots have two lids. It's fine. I mean, you can interchange them. Every hole's a goal. It's 2022. Every people are just, you know, they're just doing whatever. You know, that's the title of the show. Every hole's a goal. What? No, the title of the show is Star Spangled Fuckery. That's what's going on over here. Some American crazy. I don't know. God bless America, y'all. God bless America. Stars, stars, and stars. Stars so, yeah. and fucking stripes. Stars. And, stars. And, well, we're women. I don't feel so free. Oh, oh no, no, no. Can of worms. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. There was one other sex story. Can we talk about, I need to talk about the, the, the threesome. Term. Yes. Did we, did, how much did you guys talk about We only that? touched on it. We touched <laughs> so on it. So did they. They touched so what's on your it. your opinion? They were touched by an angel obviously because <laughs> you fucking didn't go away yeah, exactly <laughs> now how fake do we think this storyline is i don't so know what, she's yeah. trying to get papers she wants oh. papers which i mean i i'm not judging whatever she wants papers she wants papers but do we but then she talks about um about trying to bring over the girlfriend and oh. Hold on, like, Clar- clarify, Gabby, clarify Gabby, for the audience Gabby. which couple we're talking okay. about. Okay, because we we've been everywhere, and they're probably gonna throw a okay. tomato or two. But um. <laughs> we have okay. So these two women who live in Guadalajara, Mexico, um, and I forget their names, Abby and something. Abby and Gabby. Abby and Gabby. They have been together for like ten years, and they met this guy, Ricky Sticks. Frankie. Frankie, whatever. Okay, Frankie. And he came over on vacation after a bad, you know, marriage ending and just like, go get your freak on, you know, more power to you, dude. He goes down there, meets these girls and spends a week having sex with them. Great week. Mm -hmm. He leaves. He and Abby talk because Abby speaks English. Gabby does not really speak any. So Abby and him have been talking and they quote unquote fell in love in like three weeks. And now he's coming back and proposing, 
proposing and they're going to go off to America and Gabby doesn't know any of this. Now, there's this just seems real sketch in a lot of ways, right? Like they're really trying to make this this intriguing storyline, which I would love if it were actually true, but I get the sense it's not completely true because yeah, I feel I like Gabby knows and she's just playing this whole like, okay, you go over and get him, you know, get your papers and then we'll figure out, you know, he'll bring another guy, he'll have a friend who can marry me and bring me over and then everything will be fine. Like whatever scam or thing, you know, plan they have in place, right? I feel like everybody knows and everybody's in on it. Yeah, no, exactly. But yeah, next week... I feel like these are were like filler episodes. Hopefully next week is a little better. So it's not. It's not. <laughs> I mean, it's good. I, I'd rather, you know, I'll be honest. I haven't watched the last two episodes of 90 Day. Because two hour episodes of the same nonsense. It's the exact same thing over and over it's and over. Very and redundant. Like, you know, and like we loved, you know, we love potting and we love talking about it. But like lately, like. I feel like I would like to cover Love in Paradise a little more in depth. I'd like oh, to we are for sure. focus for sure, on that a little more because, you know, we know they're all going to get married. We know who's knocked up, like, you know? Yeah. So let's, you know, focus on that. So like if any, you know, if any of the, you know, the fraudsters have any feedback, you know, if they want us to cover anything else, but 90 day, like it's over. I, I would really like to cover the tell-all because I heard- We'll cover the tell-all, but I can't, I just can't recover the regular show. But Love in Paradise, I sat and watched three episodes in a row last night. And it and was I great. Was, it, was, it was a great, yeah. I was in three gold. We said that. only an hour episodes. Perfect. Like, yes, that's what it needs to be. The two hours is exhausting. <laughs> you know, two hours. This was like, this is at least interesting stuff. I mean, they're talking about- tops and bottoms and polyamory and threesomes and I, the, the Sherlock story with uh, Ariana is to me exactly the Emily and Kobe story and the um I said the same thing Daniel yep. and whatever her name is story is the exact same thing as the Cara and Guillermo story yeah so those thing. are all whatever there's nothing exciting about those but these other ones I'm like I am glad that TLC is going here and talking about this stuff you know even because if it it's is normal this is a sensationalized yeah. way even if it's a sensationalized way like at least they're showing that this stuff is out there right and you know Hanakawa and I you know we've done many many episodes on the Patreon about sex positive stuff right like interviewing porn stars adult film actresses strippers uh cam girls you know all of these kinds of things because we're really intrigued at least I am you know intrigued by the lifestyles and I like to hear these stories Mm -hmm. We encourage this. We're very positive about this stuff. We're very pro sex workers. Yes. <laughs> but, and I'm very pro uterus too. But you yes, know. very pro uterus. Pro Which apparently everyone is. <laughs> yep. Um, but um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, like, any yeah. feedback from you guys? Any of the followers? Um, just let. I mean, I feel like Love in Paradise is kind of like we've we kind of like all agree that this is going to be our baby. Tell all might be good because I might just skip watching the rest of it and just just wait for the tell all to be honest because it's I'm just bored out of my mind. Yeah, I'm like I said, I didn't watch the last two, but I am watching this Love in Paradise, which is fantastic. Um, I catch up on Seeking Sister Wives, which has been uh, awesome. If you are not watching that, you guys go watch that. Might be fun to talk about it in an offhand way. Um, I haven't watched Plathville yet this season. Um, it just hasn't drawn me in. Yeah. You know what it is? It's also summertime. 
We're all I'm waiting busy. for the good Netflix stuff to come out. Remember yes. a couple of years ago, we had like Tiger King and then we had Love is Blind. I'm waiting for like the big blockbuster summer trash need, to come out. Yeah, we need like, good, and Love Lockup is coming back. So, you know, that's yeah. that could be good. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But we're going to um, talk about whatever we're going to talk about. And we do apologize for not having episodes out, you guys. Um, I am in the middle of an MS flare. I'm completely flaring up right now. Um, it's been coming on for a couple of weeks. Um, I started doing medication. It threw my body into whack. This Hummer heat, everything, taking my kid down to college or visiting his college, that was a lot. Even though I drove around on an electronic grandma scoot scoot, one of the electronic scooters. Mm -hmm. so awesome. The grandma scoot scoot. You know, I'm wrapping up the end of the school year. So that was big, hectic. Yeah, your, your teacher, you know. So... Um, but we will be back. We've been, we've been, it's been that. So we're, we want, our goal is to get you guys more and more episodes. Um, and we're trying, um, we are. but we are. it's not because we're not watching or whatever. It's, it's, it's just it's, life. Life happens and trying to get all three of us to record. And then somebody gets sick and then this happens and that happens and whatever. Yep. So anyway, we love you guys. Thank we you. We love you so me. much. Thank you for the support. Um, happy fourth. The episode will be out probably by. I I have a problem saying happy fourth right now because I just can't feel freedom. Well, it's my birthday, right so now. happy birthday, Anna. happy birthday, Anna. <laughs> there we go. Happy birthday, to happy me. birthday, Anna. <laughs> the ticking time bomb takes Moving her thirty-seventh trip around the sun on July fourth tomorrow. All so. right. <laughs> okay. Bye, bye guys. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.